With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to episode four of Pacific Down and Distance. My apologies, we are a couple of days late this week. That's due to me being uh, in Perth in Western Australia, which is a different time zone. I've been away for a wedding, so uh, just made it a little bit harder, A, to watch the games, and then B, to uh, get the message out to you guys about that. Anyway, we'll crack on. So exciting slate of games this week. Uh, we'll go in reverse chronological order to kick this off. So... To start us off, Monday Night Football, uh, the Rams are 9 at San Francisco 24. This was the match where the 49ers got their groove back. Uh, there were key plays by Debo Samuel and defender Talanoa Hufunga, who uh, was the difference, well, they both were the difference makers today. Uh, Hufunga, you might remember, was the player who made that critical play against Green Bay on special teams in the playoffs last year and, uh, and won that game at Lambeau Field. So uh, for the Rams, they're really struggling at the moment. The uh, you know the the free agent that came in, Alan Robinson, is just not working at all at the moment. And uh, you'd have to think that o- Odell Beckham Jr. is poised uh, when he's when his knees right to head back there. Uh, they also had no rush game today, 57 yards in total. Uh, they get Dallas next week, which um, may or may not be the return of Dak. Prescott, and then San Fran will go to Carolina as well. That'll be in the late Sunday afternoon slot. Sunday night football was uh, Kansas City winning at Tampa Bay, 41-31. to It was a rematch of Super Bowl 56, and more significantly, most likely the last match between Patrick Mahomes and Tom Brady. So uh, they had some big battles when uh, when Brady was with the Patriots in, in the AFC, but uh, they don't play very often now So uh, with, since Brady crossed to the NFC. So 41 points by Kansas City was the highest first Tampa Bay since 2019, and more. they had more points by halftime than any of Tampa's opponents have been able to score in, in 60 minutes this year. Uh, and they also had touchdowns on their first three drives. Tampa Bay had a tough week uh, in preparing for this match, given that Hurricane Ian was blasting through Florida, but they, they really struggled to get going. They did have encouraging reception to- tallies by all their returning key wide receivers that we mentioned last week. So next week, uh, Tampa will actually host Atlanta in uh, down, in, down in Florida again. That'll be, uh, both teams are 2-2, two and two, so that'll be a... Big NFC South uh, top of the table clash there. And then Kansas will go to Las Vegas. They're also playing a divisional match. That'll be Monday night football. Uh, 
Now, uh, speaking of Las Vegas, they won their first game of the year. They were at home to Denver, 32-23. They fired on offense for once. So uh, Devontae Adams go, took 13 catches for 101 yards. Josh Jacob rushed for 144 yards and two touchdowns. And their defense was really good in uh, in limiting Denver's um, power themselves. So Denver had really good first half. They had touchdowns to both Cortland Sutton and Jerry Judy. They just struggled to cook, so to speak, in in second half, um, other than one big Russell Wilson play. Melvin Gordon fumbled again uh, at running back, and that yeah, that wasn't a great look. He was taken out of the game. Uh, they they get Indiana next week or Indianapolis, sorry, next week. Um, We'll have to see that both teams have struggled this year. The Raiders, as I mentioned before, they're on Monday night football against Kansas City. Now, the last late game on Sunday afternoon was Arizona 26 at Carolina 16. Carolina still really struggling, especially quarterback Baker Mayfield. He was intercepted and battered down repeatedly. Uh, they've got tough decisions at quarterback for Carolina. Uh, they've obviously drafted uh, player Matt Corral in the third round last year, but he, he's, he's injured and most likely out for the whole season. And uh, their backup uh, option, Sam Darnold, is not quite fully fit yet. And, you know, he was already there and wasn't the answer previously. For Arizona's part, they had a solid but not spectacular day out. They... Uh, largely capitalized on errors and you know the above aforementioned issues by their opponents but they'll they'll definitely take the win obviously carolina will go uh, they'll host san fran again in the late slot this this weekend uh arizona they've got a home game as well but it's against philly you know a rematch of the uh late 2000s nfc championship and uh look yeah that's going to be a daunting one probably a big match So we'll whip through the rest of the matches uh, reasonably quickly, starting with the match of the day, uh, Buffalo at Baltimore. Buffalo won this game 23-20. to 20. Uh, Baltimore actually blew a 20-3 to 3 lead, which uh, fairly uh, alarming for them. Uh, com- they completely owned the first half and scored on the first four possessions they had. Uh, but Buffalo scored right at the end of the second quarter with a brilliant drive that probably kept them in the game. Uh, but look, Baltimore's stats are still pretty good. Lamar's on fire, but they're 2-2, two and two, uh, and they're going to regret two really crucial calls late in this match, including uh, not taking a field goal at fourth and goal on the two-yard line when it was 20-all. Uh, obviously, uh, the, the, the Bills were able to uh, run down the other end and score. So, yeah, look, both teams will be pretty happy with how they've gone, but uh, Buffalo will be back on the winners list. Baltimore two and two. Buffalo go. They actually host Pittsburgh next week. Baltimore have got a big game on uh, on primetime national television against their divisional rival Cincinnati on Sunday night. Uh, the last of the late games was New England at Green Bay. Now, this was the primetime game on CBS with Jim Nance and Tony Romo. It obviously lacked a bit of fears with, with uh, Mac Jones not playing at quarterback for New England. Um, and in fact, uh, not just Mac Jones, but their second-choice quarterback, Brian Hoyer, was also uh, taken out of the game late in the second quarter due to a concussion. Um, now... Brought onto the field Bailey Zapp, a rookie quarterback that the Pats took in last year's draft, and there he finds himself at Lambeau Field against Aaron Rodgers. But as it happened, the Patriots spent 
huge chunks of this match in front and got it to overtime where they did have a possession and therefore a chance to win. Rogers given all kinds of grief by New England's defense in the first half, including a pick six, sorry, a pick six, which hardly ever happens. Uh, they did get going in the second half with some fairly masterful quarterback play to get it done just in time. Look, certainly you'd say that Bailey Zapp was thrown in the deep end with his, with his uh, first snap coming from his own five-yard line at Lambeau Field. There were some rocks and diamonds from him in, you know, a fairly uh, unlikely, uh, un- unlikely circumstances to make your debut. But, look, he'll probably get a shot next week when... Um, when Detroit visit uh, Gillette Stadium uh, for the Packers. They go to London next week. That's their home game, but uh, it be played in London against the Giants. Uh, the next match is Jacksonville at Philadelphia. Now, Jacksonville... Sorry, Philly actually won the match to retain their unbeaten status. This, on paper, looked like one of the matches of the day, but um, especially with the, the Doug Peterson angle, he was back to Philadelphia for the first time. But after the the Jaguars got off to a great start, led 14-0 in what was pretty horrendous weather, there wasn't much to celebrate after that. So the defence for Philly took over five turnovers off Trevor Lawrence, most of them his fault too. Uh, they also had uh, their running back, Sanders, went for 134 yards and two touchdowns to help them bring them back into the match and uh, ultimately prevail. Jacksonville's next match will be against the moribund Houston Texans. Uh, that'll be in Florida too, so it's not a bad fixture to come back from having to go to Philly. Philly themselves, like we mentioned before, they go to Arizona in what will be a big Sunday match. The next fixture we're going to talk about is the London game of the week, which was Minnesota and New Orleans. It was notionally a Saints home game. It ended up uh, finished up, sorry, being a Minnesota victory, 28 to 25. To be honest, the Vikings totally controlled the game, but they just blew heaps of points, including two red, dri- red zone drives that ended in field goals when, when they should have really scored. And then there was a crucial uh, pay- point after touchdown missed late in the match as well, which kept it alive longer than it needed to be. Andy Dalton replaced the injured Jameis Winston at quarterback for New Orleans. He was effective enough, 20 of 28, 236 yards and a touchdown. But he really did rely on the running backs to keep the Saints in the game. And, in fact, they actually led it late on. Uh, this game was ultimately decided by a kicker for the Saints, Will, Will Lutz, missing a pretty tough field goal right at the end, which would have forced overtime. Both teams are back in the States next week. Minnesota hosting uh, divisional rivals Chicago and New Orleans hosting Seattle. All right, the next game is Cleveland at Atlanta. Uh, both teams uh, came in, in in off wins, and uh, Atlanta ultimately prevailed here, 23 to 20. They successfully changed their tactics midway through the match. They were initially planning on on having a Cordero Patterson focused running game, but the Browns had worked that out pretty early, and uh, Patterson's now actually injured and on injured reserve. But they withdrew him from the match and put on two lesser known players who did very well for them and there was a series of plays where uh, uh, they just did nothing but run and rush and it worked very well. For Cleveland, they had a lot of injuries to their defense which made it quite hard to stop some of this run once it got going. They were able to do it in the first half but just couldn't sustain it once the tactics changed. Cleveland also missed a lot of points along the way which didn't help and uh, in the end, you know, uh, Jacoby Brissett did have the ball to try and drive do a game-winning drive, but he just couldn't do it, and uh, the pressure told, and he was intercepted. 
So next week, Cleveland will actually host the Chargers, which will be a pretty interesting game for two, two and two teams probably looking to get into the uh, the wild card race. Atlanta go to Tampa Bay, which is interesting as well. They're both two and two. It's a divisional match, and uh, Atlanta have been utterly owned by Tampa Bay in the Tom Brady era. But they'll probably be licking their lips uh, at this fixture and the timing of it as a chance to take the lead in the division. And unlikely that would be. The next game was uh, a NFC East showdown between Dallas and Washington in Arlington, Texas. Now. Uh, Dallas won the match 25-10, to 10, pretty comfortable scoreline. Their uh, interim quarterback, Cooper Rush, moved to 4-0 and as a starter, which is actually a Cowboys quarterbacking record. That's better than Aikman, Romo, and Dak Prescott himself, so pretty impressive uh, stat that. Uh, and it also means they don't need to bring Dak back from injury too quickly. Dallas's defense was superb. Uh, they completely strangled uh, Carson Wentz at quarterback for the Commanders and also the, wide, the stud wide receiver, Terry McLaurin. Uh, Washington is now 1-3 and three in a division where everyone else is doing well. Uh, not to mention that Carson Wentz is clearly not working and there's major problems in their offense. They've got a match in Tennessee next week. Dallas go to the Rams, which is a big, big match, uh, potentially with Dak, potentially without. So the next game we'll do was the highest scoring match of the day. It was between Seattle and Detroit Lions. It was in Detroit, and it ended up being a Seattle win, 48-45. to Look, Detroit played phenomenally well to score, uh, 45, without key players like Amon Ra-St. Brown. I love pronouncing that name. But their poorest defense couldn't hold out the Seahawks, who always seem to have an answer. You know, interestingly, Seattle has gone 13 from 14 in that sort of early 1 p.m. Eastern uh, Sunday time slot. And they actually play the Saints this week in the same time slot in New Orleans, uh, which, as we mentioned earlier, the Saints will be coming off a London trip. So Seattle will be licking their lips and chomping at the bit to get out in that one as well. Detroit, for their part, go to the Patriots next week. The next game is an NFC South battle between Tennessee and Indianapolis. It ended in the favour of the Titans. It was in uh, Indy, but it, yeah, the Titans got back to 2-2, two and two, slowly getting their groove back. Derek Henry went for 114 rushing yards and a touchdown today, so he's certainly uh, and working his way back. For, for Indy's side of things, they're really battling. They've one, two, and one draw with uh, Matt Ryan getting sacked alarmingly often, and their offensive weapons just aren't firing, and it's clearly not how they plan this season. They're up uh, first up this week on Thursday night football. They go to Denver to play the Broncos. Uh, Matt, Matt Ryan and Russell Wilson have a, can resume old hostilities from their NFC days, whilst... Uh, Tennessee get, uh, we just mentioned their result before, they're off to uh, Washington for their next game, so uh, sorry, uh, they're hosting Washington in Tennessee next week, so that'll be an opportunity for them to move into a 3-2 uh, and two in a favourable position Th- three games to go, so the first of those will be the New York Jets at Pittsburgh, now, normally uh, you'd expect this game to be mentioned much earlier on, both teams are struggling New York Jets won the match today um, Pittsburgh actually ended up pulling their quarterback or making a quarterback change at just before halftime, hooking 
Mitch Trzyski and putting in Kenny Pickett, who would go on to have three intercepts himself, but otherwise showed a lot of promise, and he's likely to be a bit of a fan favourite given he's from the area. The Jets, for their part, they normally lose these type of matches, so they'll be stoked with the outcome. They showed all kinds of guts to fight their way back. And the other thing that probably uh, the, the Jets can take heart from is that Zach Wilson, in his comeback match, was showed a lot of promise. Uh, returning from injury, and they go to 2-2. Two and two. They've also got a wounded Miami coming to town next week, so there's an opportunity there for the Jets. Unfortunately for Pittsburgh, they go to Buffalo, and that is not a, a fixture you need at this time. Second last match, Chicago 12 at New York 20. Both teams uh, were, you know, probably fortunate to be going into this 2-1 and one each, but it's the Giants who progressed to 3-1. and one. Look, they had a very dominant running game led by a player who struggled for the last couple of years in Saquon Barkley, who went for 146 yards. They also got a lot of run from Daniel Jones, their quarterback himself. He got two rushing touchdowns. He was injured close to the, third, the end of the third. Uh, Tyrod Taylor took over for a few minutes before copying a head knock, and bizarrely, Jones actually had to come back on and uh, line up as a wide receiver on a, on a wounded ankle uh, as a decoy runner. It did actually work. Uh, the Wildcat formation was effective enough just to get them into field goals as uh, territory and get a bit of a lead on Chicago, who just never reined it in. Look, for, for the Bears, Fields is definitely learning uh, life the hard way behind a really sluggish o offensive line, and he's uh, still not completing passes at all. So, you know, not attempting or completing them. And look, I think you find that Chicago fans will be starting to get restless. They've got to go to Minnesota next week, uh, which doesn't help. Um, the Giants are going to London to face the Packers. All right, the last game of the week this week was the Chargers at Houston. Unsurprisingly, we've left this one till last. It was a victory for the Chargers, 34-20. to 20. Uh, They did have a much more comfortable lead uh, during the course of the match, uh, but they did allow the Texans to get back into it. It was a much better game for Justin Herbert, who's clearly now on the oh, well and truly on the rebound from his, his rib cartilage injury. Uh, but they'll certainly be alarmed at the way the team keeps giving up these big leads. Look, we know Houston are in for a long season, but there are definitely green shoots here, uh, not least their running back, uh, for the rookie running back even, Damian Pierce, a 75-yard touchdown. Look, he uh, he's had a couple of rough spots throughout the, the season so far, but that, that, there will be a lot of excitement around what he produced today. The other game to, sorry, the other part of the game to keep in mind is that the Texans scored 17 points in a row towards the end of this match and nearly jagged it. They actually, speaking of jagging it, they actually go to Jacksonville next week and uh, the Chargers will go to Cleveland. Thanks for listening to week four. Sorry again for getting this one out late. We'll be uh, sure to be much earlier next week. Have a great week. Sports Social Podcast Network.